This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Since the last time we talked to y'all, we've had media days come and go, or media day, Rockets media day come and go at Toyota Center, and we are into the thick of training camp at McNeese State in Lake Charles. Adam Spillane made the trip for both, the trip to Toyota Center for media day, and spent some time in Lake Charles. So we're going to give you some feedback, some observations from what we've seen so far. I know... If you guys want to check these out on SportsRadio610.com, Adam has already been writing about some of the training camp observations. Uh, Jeff Green, newcomer, veteran, 17, 16, 17-year veteran, been around forever, just won a championship with the Denver Nuggets, a newcomer to the Rockets, sort of a newcomer, been with the team before. And then, of course, Fred Van Vliet. There are pieces on both of those guys on SportsRadio610.com if you want to check them out. But Adam, man, I'm going to give you the floor since you've been been in attendance and have uh, been covering the team over these last few days. What have been some of your main training camp observations with the Rockets? I think the big thing is just the veteran presence, specifically with Fred Van Vliet. And I think that he's going to be such a great addition for them, not just on the floor, but off the floor. And I think that they really hit a home run with that pickup and uh, i'm sure a lot of you have seen the video of him um leaving basically a gift bag uh for every player in in, uh, in the locker room on monday and yeah there were some good things in there and there were some things that you know a normal nba player would really like some headphones some the google goggles or whatever they're called i don't know exactly what they are um like a lot of good stuff but then there is also a book and uh, and we put it yesterday sometimes you you know you gotta get the dessert to, to, you know, to eat the dessert, to get to the medicine or whatever, the exact wording that he put it. But well, basically baiting them into reading a book. Yeah, that that's basically what he wanted to do. And uh, the book is about process and loving the process. Um, and that's what he wants his teammates to kind of understand is like, hey, you don't want to just go through the process. You got to want to do it. And because that at the end of the day, that's how you get better. And, and I think one of the the aspects of their offseason, it wasn't just that they added veterans or that they added the right veterans. It's that they brought in guys who are invested in the future of the organization. And I think when you look at the last couple of years, and this is this is nothing against Eric Gordon, but I don't think Eric Gordon was invested in the rebuild process. I think Eric Gordon wanted to win basketball games, and that was really about it. He didn't want to play babysitter. That's not what he signed up for with the Rockets. He signed up 
to be on a winning team and to win games and to compete for a championship. And then all of a sudden, one by one, all those guys that he was playing with and competing for champions with uh, championships with, they were all gone. And, and I don't think that he wanted to be a part of the rebuild. And I think he was a part of it for a lot longer than he wanted to be. But then you bring in these guys, you bring in Van Vliet and you bring in Dylan Brooks and Jeff Green and Jock Landell. And these are guys who chose this situation. They understood exactly what they were getting into. They knew that they were joining a very young basketball team. They were joining a team that has not won games at all over the last three years. And they're cool with that. And they want to be part of it. And they want to help these young guys grow. And I bring up Van Vliet in particular because I, I talked to him about this yesterday. Is that when he first came into the league, he was on a team that had just gone to the Eastern Conference Finals. And he had Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan with him. And he talked about how much he learned from those two. And basically how Lowry told him, hey, you know, what I'm telling you right now, somebody said this to me. You are going to tell somebody else this. And then whoever you tell, they're going to, you know, you just kind of pass it along, you know, to each basketball generation. And I think that that's important. I think that he's all about the process. And I think that's really going to help them grow in the long run. Yeah, you mentioned Eric Gordon. I would say that this is also like it's also worth noting the timing element of it as well. Like you talked about Eric Gordon having been there on a team that had one before and then all of a sudden one by one, the guys that he'd been winning with were no longer there. Well, now you're in a situation where the guys that have signed up for this, they have signed up for the back end of this. Like the timing of it all works out to where when they had the money to spend on these guys also is when the bill is due on the Oklahoma City picks, right, on on the fact that that losing is no longer incentivized in any kind of way the way it had been the last few years. And so it, it just works out perfectly that we're at a stage now, the Rockets, I mean, are at a stage now in their rebuild to where rebuilding is over. Like, they've, they've sort of built. Now it's time to start, like, building from that, like building winning habits, and winning ways from what they've already sort of established so it's not like you know it's not like fred van bleed dylan brooks jeff green and jock landell are joining the 2021 houston rockets right like christian woods houston rockets right it's a it's a different outfit and now you've seen a little bit from guys like Jalen green guys like alperin shingoon even jabari smith jr in his rookie year and of course, the promise of having a, you know, of, of having a, a Men Thompson and and Cam Whitmore on the team as well. And of course, Tari Eason, we would throw in there as well as part of the core group. You've seen enough to, to say that there's enough bones here to feel good about and then to kind of go from there. So the, the timing of it works out perfectly as well. Yeah. And but I, I do think the one difference is they are willing to hold guys hands and say, hey, this is how you do it. And I think that's what these guys were kind of lacking is that, hey, um, they had vets, whether it was Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder or Gordon, and they were going to, you know, be there and they were going to play hard and they were going to do things the right way. But they weren't going to kind of want to be the teachers. They weren't going to want to necessarily be the mentors. Um, this group that they have now seems to really embrace that role. And I say specifically with Van Vliet because he was mentored by Lowry and DeRozan when he first got to Toronto. And I think that he thinks it's important that he do the same thing with these, with these guys now uh, in Houston. So I think that that's the one thing that has really stood out, 
you know, I, I'm sure some people have, you know, crammed, you know, little grainy iPhone videos from the first, the first few practices. I, I don't, you know, I, I was there. I didn't get to see a lot when I was there on Wednesday. Um, but you take a little bit out, out of that. You take a little bit out of what you've heard from players uh, over the course of, uh, you know, media day and then, in, you know, the, the media availabilities that we've had. So I think all in all, they have to be very pleased with where they're at. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I think, especially with Van Vliet and really all of these guys that have signed on to be a part of this process, like this is the job, the, the mentorship. Like, I think that's just as much of part of the job as anything. Like, it may not be written in the contract. Like, like you're a player. It's not written in the contract. Hey, come in here and be mentors to these guys. But like you said, that, that to me is sort of just part of the deal and part of the understanding. And so, like, I, I think I think it just makes sense that they would be willing to do that. But But beyond that, like, just from a practical standpoint, Adam, I think the – the the viability of these young players what they are and what they turn out to be and, and of course these veterans are going to play an instrumental role in helping them realize that and become that but those guys realizing their potential jalen green alper shingun jabari smith chief among them that is what's going to determine whether this works or not and it feels like just and I haven't been around them yet, but it feels like the veterans that they have are self-aware enough to realize, hey, I'm not I didn't sign this big contract to come over here and lead these guys to a championship. Like, you know, this isn't, you know, uh, you know, this isn't like LeBron or Damian Lillard or somebody like that joining the team and, and changing the entire outlook of the team. I'm coming here to supplement. And I think M.A. Udoka talked about this you know, earlier in the offseason or not, not long after he was hired. But like the guys that they wanted to bring in were going to be supplemental. And so to me, it, it, it is critical for them and for the success of this entire like signings and everything that they're doing to pour as much into those young players as possible so that this thing can work out. Because the, the this only works out if Jalen Green, Alper Shingun, and Jabari Smith become as close to as good as they possibly can be. Do you think Dylan Brooks thinks that he's a supplemental part of the team? I, you know, how about let me ask you about that because look, I I know J- Dylan Brooks from the public standpoint. It feels like since he's been with the Rockets that he's been a little bit more of a normal guy and a little bit more self aware. I, I don't have a great sense for that. If you're asking me, do I think the Dylan Brooks that I know from public persona, if I think he's that guy, no. That's part of the reason why I wasn't as interested in Dylan Brooks and bringing him in. But to his credit, it seems like from what I've heard of him and what I've observed from you guys covering it up close, that he seems a little to be a little bit more self-aware than I was willing to give him credit for in the beginning. If he's not, then no, I would I would retract that about what I just said about Fred Van Vliet for sure. But Dylan Brooks, you would have a better sense for it than I would. Yeah, he, he definitely did bring up, you know, wanting to you know have better shot selection. 
um, you know, on media day Monday. But remember, this is a guy who was what one of the best players on the Canadian national team during the World Cup. So I he mean, back, yeah. yeah, yeah. So well, you know, it all sounds great right now, and everybody says the right things at this point on October fifth. Um, but when games start, that's when you really start to learn. And so um, they've got a preseason game on Tuesday against Indiana. They've got a couple more in San Antonio right after that. So you'll start to really learn a lot just over the next week or so, I think, more than anything. And that's kind of what I'm I'm looking forward to at this point, because this is all a lot of what you get right now is fluff. Like it is yeah. the, the stuff that I've written, even it's fluff. You know, I, I get that. That's just how it is. It's not, you know, hard hitting basketball stuff because we don't have anything to really go by at this point. All we have are, you know, great quotes that we've gotten in media availabilities. But once you start reacting to basketball, that's what, you know, you're kind of looking forward to see. And that's when you get a better feel just what they expect or what you think that they can be once we get into actual games and see them, you know, see, see just how organized it all is, I guess.